Karen Washburn has been in the Pilates industry a long time, over 20 years, and she's built a very successful Pilates and gyrotonic studio business in Long Beach, California. Listen in and hear about how she stays motivated after 20 years of being a studio owner and listen to a deep dive conversation into how she works with her clients in an independent open equipment class where clients can join and work independently in her studio on the equipment. I just finished recording this episode and I know that you are going to love this conversation. So have a listen. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Sarah Glanfield, and I'm so thrilled to be here today, joined by one of my incredible Thrive members, Karen. Um, and, you know, Karen has owned a studio since 2003. She's been teaching Pilates for well over 20 years, um, and she was actually one of the or the first um, Graz-equipped classical Pilates and gyrotonic studios in the city of Long Beach, California. And her big focus is on the real quality and integrity of Pilates in her studio. Um, and that's something that she really is, is keen to thrive on. And she's dedicated a lot of her energy and focus to continuing her, her education inside of the Pilates method and learning from some very wonderful people around her. So I invited Karen on the show today to share about her experience in the Pilates world and how she came to be where she is today. And, you know, as you've been a studio owner for so long, we know that there has been some, um, a lot that perhaps has evolved during that time. And so I'm always really interested to hear from studio owners who have been in the business for a long time. I think there's a lot that we can all learn from people like Karen. So welcome Karen to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. That's so great. So I, so you've been, you opened your studio in 2003. That was, that was the very beginning. That was before a lot of people had heard about Pilates. True. <laughs> it was, it was, when it was Pilates... definitely not, it was not a household name back then. No, it, it wasn't. Was, it was a lot less known. Whereas now we even have Pilates instructor Halloween costumes. Right. You know, it's now just like, you know, everyone knows what Pilates is, but it's, it's been a, a very interesting road to see the evolution of the business. Um, when I first started, there were very few studios here in Long Beach. And I would say before the pandemic, there were many, you know, there was, there were several studios on every block here where my studio is in Long Beach. And sadly the pandemic, you know, has affected this industry so, so much, but um, we are definitely the now, I think at this point, the longest standing studio that's I'm been sure. in existence in Long Beach. So yes, we survived. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you survived well. Was... You survived very well, Karen. <laughs> 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 well, I I really just attribute that to my, um, my for myself, really, that my motivation truly comes from my own personal journey and practice. And I just want everyone to do this work 
I truly feel it's something everyone should explore if they have the ability and the means to. Yeah. And when you've been doing this for as long as you have been doing, you know, what is it? I mean, you know, we're going to kind of dive into the deep stuff. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know, there you, you've been, you know, it's, it's a lot, right? It's a lot to run a studio. It's a lot to build a business like you have. So what is it that drives you every day to keep going? Oh, definitely my b- true belief that this is the key to your everyone's healthcare. It's the missing link in in healthcare. People, it's the correct, you know, the Pilates method is, I believe, corrective exercise. And that's really how we teach at the studio. And um, once people invest the time and the effort into learning about their bodies, how how the body should move, how it should be balanced, I think that that knowledge is the key to uh, a great life. And so it's something that you can't even put a financial amount on. It's just, it's, I always tell people that it's, that knowledge is priceless. And once you commit to it and start to feel it, um, there's no going back. I think it's just, it's, um, it's what we, it's the fountain of youth, like Joe said, in return to life. And I feel that in my own practice and my own body. And I, I just, it really gets people excited when they realize that they they finally come upon like a pot of gold at right. the end of the rainbow with the Pilates method. It's wonderful to um, see too, right? As a teacher. Oh my gosh, it's the best. And I have to say what, what has been, I think you asked me earlier about, you know, my thoughts about how the industry has evolved. And I think, you know, I do definitely see that the studios that have grown up here in Long Beach are usually bigger, larger facilities that offer, you know, more, um, large scale group classes for people. And at our studio, we're very much, um, about individual or we, we really focus on the individual and, um, really try to give everyone personalized attention so that they get a handle on the foundation of the work. And then from there, they can grow into, you know, small, you know, small groups settings. But for me, I just, I truly believe that's, that's where the work lies. That's the essence of the work. And I, I want to give that to everyone that comes in the door. Yeah. So fantastic. So tell us a little bit about, a little bit about your business, a little bit about how your business is, is set up and what you offer in your business, because you don't only offer Pilates, you offer gyrotonic. We, we also, we also offer the gyrotonic method. So I think I was, um, from my, in my own journey, I have been doing both methods simultaneously for many, many years. And I really love the balance of the two. So I always tell people when they come in the door, both met, both gyrotonic and Pilates are amazing, fully encompassing methods that stand on their own. Um, you can do, you know, amazing work in Pilates every day of your life and have an amazing health and wellness. Same with gyrotonic. Um, but I feel like the not the mixing of the two within a session, but practicing both methods is a wonderful, um, they, they correspond to one another and they feed, they feed each other. Gyrotonic method is a more of a release technique where we're using a traction pulley system to elongate the body. Um, whereas I feel with Pilates, we're using spring resistance to create a deep internal strength. And so the two work very well. So I always find if someone's very, very tight and locked up, um, the gyrotonic method can help them to release that tension. And then when they go to practice Pilates, it's much more effective. And, you know, for very limber, loosely jointed people, they really need the integrity of what the springs and the equipment offer in Pilates. So um, we really customize the workouts to each person. And that comes from my own experience, just doing both methods in my own body together. 
Um, I know I've met many people that do Pilates and yoga. They practice both methods. Um, but as you know, Saran, I'm such a purist. Like I don't believe in, com- I don't combine the methods. Um, if someone comes in for a lesson, it's a Pilates lesson or it's a Dharatonic lesson. It's never mixed together because I just feel in one hour, you can't, it's, I, I, I liken it to speaking a different language. Like you, you want to start this conversation in one language. You don't want to be switching back and forth the body that each exercise prepares the body for the next exercise. And so that's, that's a lot of the rationale about why we don't, we don't believe in mixing them. Gotcha. In one lesson. Got it. And, but do you find many of your clients tend to do both or do you find that some people come in for one or the other? How does it all, how do they kind of talk to each other? (laughs) They come in for one or the other. Most, I would say most people, because gyrotonic is much more esoteric than Pilates. I feel that many, because it's such a tightly held trademark, not many people know about it. You have to go through, you have to, I mean, with classical Pilates too, there's such a high rigor of training and the apprentice hours that you need. That's the same with gyrotonic. So it's much, much less known, especially here in, in this country, I feel. Um, so rarely do people come in for gyrotonic, but sometimes they do. Um, they're specifically looking for that workout and they've heard about it. But generally people will come in starting with one method or the other. And many people, I would say the majority of our clients, maybe 60 to 70% just do one method. But there are those people that do, that do two lessons of each a week or, um, you know, go, but they like the combination in their own bodies also. And so, um, I find it keeps things really interesting. I bet. <laughs> for myself yeah. as a teacher teaching both methods, it's invigorating for me. If I have, you know, a schedule teaching throughout the day, it's nice to have, to be kind of my challenging myself mentally and physically teaching both speaking those two languages. Yeah. To use, that, to use that metaphor. Yeah. That's exciting. So tell us a little bit about how you, um, so you've got your, obviously you've got one on, those are one-on-one sessions that you're doing on the in the gyrotonic. Yes. And then yes. do you have, do you offer group classes also? Well, we do, well, we offer, um, semi-private sessions, which are, um, up to three people, um, in either method, um, small group. And then we also offer, um, the, what we call the access ultimate workout, which is the, um, open studio self-guided workout. Um, so that's our, that's our version of the group class where when people want to come in, it's more like, I wouldn't say it's open studio because there's teacher on staff, guiding, helping, advising how to organize the workout. But that, um, that offering was really offered by my experience doing the work with Jay Grimes. There was a thing called VP class with vintage Pilates class when we were going through the work. And so that was part of our training. And I just fell in love with the approach and I thought it was so much fun. Um, and I wanted to continue it when we, when I finished that. Program. So tell us a little bit more about that because it's a very, um, I, I find it comes up mostly with people who've been trained in the same kind of world as you have been, but I, I get it's people ask often about, and about this type of class. And I think that it, I would love to hear a bit more about it from you. And perhaps you could share a little bit more about how it works and how you, how you invite clients into it or who is it best work for? So tell us a little bit about, about it. It's a really, really good question. I'd love to, because I think it is a very challenging offering as, yes. as you and I have discussed. And, but I think it's, it's so much fun, um, as a teacher to have this, to, you really feel like you've grown these students into having a self-practice when you offer this, it's a hard sell, um, because people are like scared at first, like what, I don't, I don't know enough, uh, but I, I really try to front load people when they come into the studio in their intro package, I tell them about these offerings and I explain it as an evolution of their practice. Um, 
And I also try to encourage them to do all of our offerings, private sessions, semi-private sessions, and this, and they all feed together. And so through our work together, Saran, I've learned how to, to sell this. And I love, I mean, I love everything you're saying right now. I'm kind of, this is amazing. I love that you have this journey set up for them. It's fantastic. It really, it's, it's wonderful. And people, I have to say, it's a definitely personality type that likes this type of a class, but it's the personality type of my ideal client for our studio. And I find that that's, I'm learning as we work together, Saran, I'm learning more about how all of these pieces fit together. But I like people who are interested in doing this for a lifetime, people that are interested in progressing in their practice to the point of self-reliance, more or less. They like the community. They love being together with their peers, with a teacher, but yet they are upping their game in terms of their knowledge of the practice. And so it's a win-win for all of us. Um, and it's it's wonderful. I mean, it really, it's taken a long time to to build it up, to learn how to package it, to learn how to explain it to people and to go through the process of building up the community. But it's, it's a hit. People love it. Um, people crave it. People really feel a part of the community. And I felt that way at Vintage when we would do the BP classes too. So it's wonderful to be able to continue that feeling, but then to inspire people and you know, some people, they'll never do it. They're like, some people tell me directly, I want to come in. I want you to really hands-on cue me. I want that personalized attention. This they don't see as the same, but, but sometimes they just don't have another option in their time schedule that week. And they come and they end up falling in love with it. That's so, fantastic. Quick question. Do you um, require people to do a certain number of privates or classes or small group classes before they join? Great question. Um, some, I, so we, our intro package is our, you know, we want everyone to do our intro package. So it's five right. private lessons. Yep. Usually people are a little nervous about going into the access ultimate workout, although it depends. It's kind of a personalized thing where I, I wouldn't let them go into it if they hadn't done the intro package. Some people come to us from a different place in the country. They've been practicing. They have a practice and I okay that for, I kind of have to okay it. And say, I think that they have enough knowledge of the mat work and the reform work, just the basics, the foundational skills or in gerotonic, like the basics to be able to do it. But I would say the more people, and I always tell people this when they're up, when they're finished with their intro package and like, where do I go now? And I say, well, it never hurts to do more private lessons because you're never going to regret getting more basics, learning like that foundational, foundational principles. But if finances or time and you, or you want to work out with a friend or whatnot, we can still accomplish that in a semi-private lesson. It's just, there's something special about a private lesson. That's, um, it's, you know, there's just so many good things you can get out of it, but there's also so many great things about a semi-private, but the group class is a totally different animal in this way, because you really see what you know and what you don't know. And I did a little bit of research on this, like how do when I was trying to explain it or market it and in education philosophy, the philosophy, like the, that whole field, they talk about this idea of the gradual release of responsibility teachers when they're teaching students in school or what have you, that when a person, when you release the responsibility and have that, per, that student start to do their own thing, different things evolve in terms of your knowledge of the practice. You you blossom. There's, there's just so many more um, lines of like brain fibers that are working when you actually have to dig deep into yourself versus having someone call something out to you when you're like, what is the order of the mat? Even if they have a, like a little cheat sheet, you know, they, it requires them to be more independent and that reverberates throughout their practice. 
um, whether it be there's so many private lessons or private lessons, I can't say enough about that process of the great results I've had with the clients that do take the access ultimate workout. It's, it makes teaching a pleasure that we're on a different level. It's almost like as a, I'm also a teacher trainer, but it's almost like teaching training, like apprentices. It, it makes the client level boost up so high when people join that, that group. Yeah. And, and do you, how do you set up the class and how do you direct the people that come into those classes? So there is, um, there is an online signup. So people there, I don't have a cap. I, you know, but even though we discussed like, what are my parameters for people coming in? People have to do the intro package, but I don't like people have signed up for the class. And then I end up calling them and I say, you know, I, I don't know you. We really need you to do the intro package before you come into this class. But, um, people just, people look at their schedules when they're planning their week out and they, they, they ask, they're like, is there space? We cap it at six participants because our studio is small. And I think more than that would just be too many, too much chaos in the studio, but with six people, they can move around the whole studio. So usually like, a, a usually we have a few people on the reformers, people on the Cadillac, mats, barrels, chairs, like people are on all the equipment. And so the whole space is being utilized and that's really fun in yes. and of itself. Just seeing yeah. the place come to life. It's like, you yeah. Know? Um, everything in, in practice. And it makes me feel happy. I think Joe would be happy yeah, because I think that's how he envisioned, you know, his studio when he, you know, when, when you see pictures or video of how it was back then, right. how the studio was working. Totally. Totally. He was there with the full studio. Everybody was doing different things. Yes. yes. So yes. to answer your question, I guide people into the class. I tell people, I think this would be really good for you. I promote it to them. And then people are brave and they're like, I'll do it. And then from there, <laughs> they just, they become like, we have long people are just, they love it. They, they count on it every week. They, if they can't come, they miss it. If their community misses them, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a way for us at our studio to offer that group class feeling, even though it's a very different, um, it requires them to know something. Yes. <laughs> and then as the teacher, as a teacher in that, as a, as the person who is then responsible for that hour of that class, as a teacher, are you, telling people where to go, what to do, or how independent, I mean, kind of how independent but, is it? I'm sure right, there's different question. levels it's of independence. Super, it's but. independent. Um, usually people will come in, we have, um, and this just is all based on what I learned at Vintage. Um, we have a little stack of, you know, orders, like former order, mat order, and then like a list of exercises for the Cadillac or the chair. And people oftentimes when they're first starting out, they grab their little cheat sheet if they can't remember their order. But we, we really encourage them to practice their order. Um, and then if they have questions, we'll ask, answer their question or I'll say, so what, what do you think would come? I, I literally do teach, treat them like apprentices. I'm like, what do you think your body needs now? Or, you know, if they're doing their mat or they're feeling really tight in their upper back, I'm like, what do you think you need? Maybe some small barrel or a spine corrector, or, you know, maybe you need to do a little more work on the, um, the armchair or something like that. So I get them thinking, you know, they'll usually start with matter reformer. And then from there, find what their special needs are for that day and then learn how to approach the work. So the, 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 the clients that come to that class, they have to have an awareness for, or they have to know the name is exercises and how to set up the equipment for that. Exercise. Correct. That's but they also, true. it sounds like have to be at a point where they have enough awareness for their body to know a little bit about what they need. Yes. And so there is, you know, there kind of have to be at a certain level, right? Then it and is true for it, it to really true. work and flow. I'd imagine for them true, to get what they need. True, yeah. and it's amazing to see how they grow in their, in their practice and their knowledge. I mean, some of them are so 
amazing. I'm like, I really want you to teach at the studio. You're an amazing, <laughs> you, you really know what you're doing here. I mean, um, so I'm hoping, you know, in my, in, in my effort to try to build our teacher team, you know, I hope that this is a, a, a grown a ground for um, finding some new teachers. Yes, I'm sure that's fantastic. <laughs> some are natural leaders it. and they love kind of inspiring the others or, you know, so um, it's, it's just been, it's been so, I can't say enough about how wonderful this class is. Although I know it's a very challenging thing to market and sell, um, but it's been a huge success at our studio. Yeah. And I think that if there's a right place for it, you know, Correct. and for sure, um, I think, but I think you have to go into it with, um, you have to be very clear about the type of people it would fit that type of class and exactly. what your role is as the teacher. And it's quite different to what your role might be in other classes. And then other- absolutely, absolutely. It's very different. And it's, it's more like a moderator. You're just kind of walking around, making sure there's no danger zones and helping people remember things or giving them ideas, correcting them, you know, um, just helping them. So it really, the teacher has to really know um, how to work the room, so to speak, you know, and, and be able to deal with people at all levels. Cause some people are very, very advanced. And then some people are not as advanced, you know, some people have special needs in there and, but yet they're still able to do the work. And that's, what's so inspiring about it. You know, you'll see a woman with, you know, who's a great practitioner, but has osteoporosis. And then you'll have a former gymnast over there and, you know, everyone in between and everyone's just working together. But do what's so awesome about it, what I love about it is that everyone's doing their own thing. So they're not tied to the others. That was always a problem for me when like you're teaching a group class and it has to be like, you know, brought down to the least common denominator. And that's always a challenge to deal with as a teacher, I would imagine, in a big class on equipment. This kind of erases that issue. It does. It's wonderful. Okay. I'm going to change direction a little <laughs> yes. bit now because I was, yes. I loved hearing about that. So thank you for sharing. That was really interesting. Um, tell us a little bit about how your role has evolved in the business since you started. Obviously you're still teaching a lot. Um, but I know now that you're a teacher trainer, obviously you've got people that you manage on your team. Um, so how does, what, what are you kind of, what, how do you spend your time in your business and what do you delegate? That's a great question. So I started off just a small little home studio. And that when it was just me, so it was just me booking my clients and it was so great and so easy in so many ways, but, um, it was a little lonely, you know? And then as time went on and I, my client base grew, I knew I needed to bring on some other team members too. And I wanted to, it was something, I mean, it's not something anyone, everyone has to do a small home-based business with just one person is a fabulous business. And I, I love it. And I'm sure maybe someday I'll be back there, but our team has been growing. I think I started bringing on my first staff member. I want to say in 2000, maybe 12, so maybe 10 years. And it's been a decade of working with a team and that has been very challenging, but wonderful. I've grown so much learning how to build the team and bringing on people, like-minded people to work with. And I am so proud to say that we have a great team now. Um, I love my team. They are so dedicated. We are so on the same wavelength philosophically. Um, there are there are four of us teachers. Um, plus, I have a scheduling assistant and a media assistant. So, and and then a housekeeping staff. So we have imagining quite a bit of people, you know. <laughs> but it's and it definitely challenges me to grow, which I like. So the juggling I've juggled, I think we started with two balls with the clients and myself. And now I'm juggling like 10 balls and it's, 
it's, it's stimulating and exciting and challenging and I'm growing so much from it. And I do our, our business, like I said, is a small studio. So there's room for a little bit more growth, but we are probably going to stay, you know, a small mom and pop place, just focusing on our local community, um, teaching brick and mortar in-person sessions. That's really what we specialize in. And I, I hope to continue this. I plan, I foresee us being here for another decade, at least myself managing this. And then I would love to have one of my community members take over and then start to focus more on teacher training. Yeah. So that's kind of how I see the evolution of things as time goes on, but it is a constant evolution and envisioning your role. And I think I did envision this when I started building a team, I was, I would say it was, I knew, does I want to go this direction or do I want to stay smaller? And getting bigger has, has its challenges, but it's been the not for me, the natural progression of growth, um, as a, as a business owner. And I've loved it. And there's just always more to learn, always more challenges to overcome. Always, always. <laughs> you never quite know what's around the corner, you know? <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> but it's very fulfilling to be able to be in that driving seat of a business like you. It have. is. I've, I'm really, I have so many great stories to share. And um, it's, but for me as a personally, as well as professionally, I've, it's pushed me in directions that have facilitated my own personal growth. And I, I like to share that with people like my colleagues in Thrive. And I love our group of how I hear about how other people are dealing with juggling the same things. And you did, then you just don't, feel, I think back in the day, we didn't have Zoom and there was no Thrive back when I started. And I can't say enough about what you've, what you've created, which is to have this community of people, like-minded people sharing knowledge, supporting one another, growing together. Um, it's been, it's been a game changer for me for sure. Well, I, I mean, it, it's only a community based upon how amazing the people in it are. So and you're <laughs> such a generous, you know, you're so generous with your feedback and ideas and asking amazing questions. And so, you know, we're very fortunate to have a very incredible, lovely, supportive group. Um, so it's, it's, and it is a, it's a wonderful group and I'm so glad that you're a part of it. And it's, I love seeing you every week and, and hearing your questions and helping support you as you grow. And, um, I, I, I think that, you know, I know that next year is going to be better than last year. And I know the year after is going to be better than the year before. And I have absolutely no doubt about all of those things. I know it's <laughs> only looking up. <laughs> it's only looking up. We've been through a lot. <laughs> I've got one last question for you. And I think um, that I would love to, you know, you've, you've been in business for a long time and you've been in this industry for a long time, longer than many, longer than probably most. Um, so what would you say is sort of the number one lesson that you've learned as a business owner in this industry in that time? What's been the, you know, you mentioned you had a lot of professional, personal growth. Yes. What's kind of the big lesson you've learned? The big lesson that I've learned is that you have to be true to yourself and your mission, no matter what, like that's the cornerstone of everything. Um, I think we worked on that together in our marketing intensive, and that was really essential to just distill that, that if you're coming from that place of your personal mission and then your business's mission, everything stems from that. And you feel good about everything. When you start to go in other directions, you know, they're doing this, these people are doing that. And you're trying to 
go not go internally but externally to make your decisions it's never a good direction my advice is go deep into yourself go back to the basics what do you what do you want to do for yourself and what do you want to convey to others and that for me has kept me going and kept me um, focused on what matters in my business giving me strength through the hard times and and kept me lean and mean <laughs> because I really I'm, 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 because when you stay close to that that focus and mission your business grows around it uh, the decisions you make are all stemming from that and it, it there's a good um, a good source of energy and inspiration for that that's that would be what I would say I mean that's fantastic advice I I think that's really wonderful thank you so much thank for you. sharing and thank you for coming on and my pleasure sharing so all great. thank you for inviting me amazing so. Advice. It's been great to chat with you. Can you share with us a little bit about um, where people can find you or follow you um, online? Or- of course, of course. So we're located in Long Beach, California. Um, the name of the business is Access Classical Pilates, and our Instagram handle is Axis A X I S L B C dot com. And we're also on Facebook, um, Access Classical Pilates, and. We just, also, you can visit our website, um, access, accesslbc.com. Perfect. I will, I will link to all of that in the show notes. Thank you. Um, thank you, Karen. It's so wonderful. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you soon. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm